0: Another episode of Mark Loves Podcast: Pets and Pot. In uh, today's episode, we uh, we talk about our failed caption contest, but we do pick winners from our first and only one. Um, It turns out Steve is a uh, huge American Kennel Club uh, like dog show watching guy. I had no idea, so we uh, we touch on that a little bit Um, today. We don't really have uh, well, we have some familiar uh, voices uh, uh, joining us. Uh, My wife Dana and my dad Steve will be sitting in with us today. We had a little bit of a a guest, uh, a guest mix-up, or a guest issue, I guess. Um, and we, uh, like, we break down uh, the difference between uh, legalization and uh, and decriminalization. And uh, we talk about a dog named Star. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in again, and we'll catch you on the other side of the theme song. Have a great day. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your
1: pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. It's time for Mark Love's podcast, Pets and Pot, where we talk about the
2: podcasts, pets and pot that make life pleasant.
1: Isn't that right, boy?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. There's a good Okay. Well, guys, um welcome uh, everybody uh to the podcast today. We uh uh typically I will start the podcast by asking Steve how he's doing and then we'll kind of, you know, we'll roll into introducing the guest and everything like that. But this week for the first time ever, we had a guest no-show. I guess so. Um so, uh, but we well, do
1: still have guests.
0: No, yeah, exactly. We do still, we, we have guests lined up for future shows, but this week's guest, uh, she went MIA on us. So we've, uh, um, we tried, I tried to get some guests like last minute stuff organized, but it was, it was too stressful. So I thought, you know what, let's improvise a little bit today. And uh, let's people get that we have are still our guests. We we've got two people that are not normally Well, on that's the true. Okay, so yeah, that's that's, that's that's true. Well, like so like well we've had guests before, but Dana wasn't a guest last time. So today on the show, we have, you know, Dana here to co-host again with our co-host Steve, who's also <laughs> here to co-host, and then my dad who was on last week is back again this week. So we decided we're just going to kind of do like a uh, a uh, like a four-person round table here for uh for today's podcast um so since there's four of you okay guys who here has decided they're gonna get high tonight dana
2: i i already did you already did (laughs) i'm well into it as the video turned on i got high
0: oh really okay so what (laughs) should i
2: have waited is it like a cheers thing should i have waited
0: absolutely not you could be a (laughs) stone now what we did you smoke uh, was it a joint you were smoking
2: I found another little bit of a joint, like the other night, the little butt end of a joint. Okay, uh, so smoke that.
0: Okay, nice. So you don't know what kind of what kind of cannabis you're smoking, do you? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. But you're still smoking weed. Okay. Now Steve- she's mo-
1: she's smoking mystery. She's smoking mystery weed. She's just finding these odd little odds and ends. So I, I got to tell a funny story tied to this. So okay. uh, you guys, well, Dana never met my dad because he passed away before. I think we we kind of met, but my dad. First generation Canadian, you know, English wasn't my dad's strong suit. Mark knows that. His dad knows that. So my dad, I smoked, Mark smoked at a time, like cigarettes. We smoked tobacco. And my dad was convinced um, that, you know, when I was in a car and I mentioned something about secondhand smoke, my dad was convinced that secondhand smoke was the hobos and the people that would go and find the ends of cigarettes and smoke those. So he thought that was the bad smoke was when you smoked secondhand smokes from someone else. So Dana, you are in my dad's world, you are secondhand smoking cannabis.
0: That's interesting. That's uh, that that that's I guess that's an interesting cuz your dad was never a smoker, was he? Oh no. Oh no, my dad was a heavy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, smoker. that's right. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so second. So, Dad, I never asked you this last week because I'm. I know you're not getting high today either. But have no. you ever smoked weed in your life? Uh, once. Once, did you inhale? <laughs> um,
3: I can't remember. I was a student. Oh, really? brought some, so we had to go. And uh, I think the thing at the time it was the price. You know, I could I could get uh, higher on uh, alcohol than. Uh, you know, cheaper than I could on. Um, so it was thing, and I didn't like smoke anyway. So okay, I, so it was it was it was, it
0: was more cost effective for you to get drunk than it was to get high back in like nineteen. Yeah. I guess that would have been what, like the late sixties, early seventies uh 69 69 yeah. there you very go very good year <laughs> yeah. so uh so today I've I decided I'm going to get high again uh, well like I always do um so today oh, okay so today I stopped at my usual place happy life cuz it was open this time and I uh I picked up uh I'm I'm actually kind of getting into these vape cartridges and vape pens and stuff like that now with this like the smoking so I got um I got what's called a BC Dreamweaver, um, and this is from Versus Cannabis. Now, this is a full-spectrum uh, vape cartridge. Now, for those of you that don't know what a full-spectrum vape cartridge is, because I did not know what full-spectrum meant until this afternoon. So um, it means that an oil or product contains all the uh, is it cabin- cabinoids. Is that it, Dana? Cannabinoids. Oh, that's it. Cannabinoids that are naturally occurring in the cannabis plant. Uh, So what happens is so like when when other stuff gets processed, um, uh, when it comes to uh, cannabis extract. um, uh, Okay, so let's see here. Normal extractions are known um, to sift out certain components which can leave the uh, the finished product missing the depth. Uh, present while in the plant form so a customer might get their hands on some highly potent shatter which can have well over 50 percent thc only to lose flavor and other crucial aspects so basically this like what i'm smoking now has everything that's like that was in the plant is in this oil so like they they haven't sort of weeded anything out uh in the process because it's a darker oil than uh, some of my other ones. So it's, uh, I'm gonna see you know, what full spectrum means. Maybe I'm just gonna get like, just I don't know if it means I'm gonna get a lot, lot higher. I'm just gonna experience more, but this is, I'm excited.
1: So for those that don't recall, Mark and Dana are married. And I'm quite, starting to notice quite the Delta here. So is smoking some space age vape pen, which I'm sure wasn't free. And Dana's smoking roaches that she found in her purse. So I'm starting to think there's an imbalance in this marriage on the quality of the weed.
0: Um, uh, well, no, no, Dana, using purchasing. I bring home weed and Dana, she's, she's more than welcome to smoke what she wants. It's I, I'm not keeping her from smoking any of this stuff. I don't know if she's really into the, are you into the vapes, Dana?
2: Not really. I actually find them, uh, maybe I'm pulling too hard, but I find them harsher than like a joint. Um, so Maybe they, I know what I'm doing with a joint than I do the vape pens, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, 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 and Steve, like, to be fair, there are tons of like ashtrays with little roaches sort of, you know, dotted around our house here. <laughs> so like you can like even, well, yeah, like yesterday, cause we, all of us were out for dinner last night and, and Dana, she was going into her purse looking for I uh, I don't know what she was looking for, but she pulled out like a, a little, a little tube with like a little joint in it. And it was just like, Oh, surprise joint. It was like the greatest thing ever. And so, cause we had what, like a 40 minute wait for our table. So it was nice to go outside and get a little bit of a, you know, a kickstart to our, uh, our evening, uh, our evening at, uh, Kelsey's. It was, uh, that was a nice little find. I enjoyed that. So, so me... Dana, are you a... <laughs> okay. Who's talking first here?
1: <laughs> purist. Yeah. Dana, are you a purist? Do you like rolling your own joints or are you, uh, you, you like the pre-rolls?
2: Um, well, typically like I prefer it, the work already done for me. Most of the time, <laughs> um, but <laughs> Mark will bring home flour and I'll break it down. And then um, I buy these cones, these pre rolled cones from on, on Amazon, I think. And uh, they come with a little um, funnel and a poking stick. And so we essentially just call it stuffing joints as opposed to rolling,
0: rolling joints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause Dana well, says, sounds... cause... sorry, go on. I would say that
1: sounded very romantic, you know. Mark brings me home flower, and uh, you know, as opposed
0: to bringing me home flowers. <laughs> well, that's the thing because Dana's the she's, only
2: kind of flower I like.
0: They exactly no, no need roses or anything like that. We want the we want the kind that gets you Just high, right? Nice, yeah. Because date, I like Dana would sit there and say, "I'm gonna go roll a joint," and I'd be like, "Don't you mean you're gonna go stuff a joint right now?" So it took, you know, it's, there's a, cause roll, I got to tell you, respect anybody that can roll a joint. Like I, like with seriously, sorry, Dana
2: with one hand, especially.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. People are uh, like, I've seen some people roll some fantastic joints. And to me, it like the, the idea of pre-roll is like my favorite thing in the world or these cones. Cause I can stuff those cones like anybody's business. Cause it's like. You know, it's 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 pot rolling for or, or joint rolling for dummies, really. If you can't pull this off, then you shouldn't be smoking weed at all. That's like I think that's all there is to it.
2: Um, um, I, I should say though that we have stuffed some joints that have failed. Um,
0: <laughs> well yeah, yeah, we've we've overstuffed. We've we've we've
2: too tight, not tight enough.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we've we've had some moments. We've had some moments where it's been, you know. It's like we're smoking it and all of a sudden like we're pulling on it and nothing's coming through or you're pulling on it. It's just like it's just like burning away so fast because it hasn't been packed tightly enough. Right. So it, there's a learning curve to it, but you, you've you figured out and Dana, you know, she's she she'll just sit there and just like roll like 10 in a row and just at the coffee table. So I'll just leave her to it and, and let her enjoy that process. And she usually leaves me one or two in the end. That's nice of her. You
1: know. So this, this leads well into one of our, our questions for today or one of our topics for today. So um, the THC percentage, again, for me being the, the true rookie here, I mean, THC percentage, a joint versus a bong versus a vape. Okay. You're saying your vape is much more.
0: Go on, Steve. Sorry.
1: So you're, so you're saying you're, the, the vape that you're going to do today DC Dreamweaver, whatever the fuck it's called, is is gonna be more potent than the joint
0: no. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay, so I actually so I went to research because a part of today's podcast, since we don't have a guest on, where we're I'm gonna do some fact checking on things that we've talked about in the past, right? So one of those things that we've talked about in the past was like how much um weed, like how much THC uh, you will you will actually inhale out of like a joint versus a bong versus um versus a vaporizer. So I found this thing online. So let's say we're going to um let's say we're going to um it's it's like 1 gram of weed we're going to we're going to smoke. If you're going to smoke 1 gram of re- weed, um, it's going to have roughly uh, 108 milligrams of THC in it. And of that 108 milligrams, 40 milligrams will be inhaled. So you'll lose 68 milligrams in the process. Now, um, with a bong, um, if, uh, if it's a gram of weed, you'll get 43 milligrams and lose 65 milligrams. So it's it's about the same. I was surprised. I thought a joint uh, was worse than a bong. But um, I, I thought, yeah, I thought you lost more in a joint than you did in a bong. But apparently, it's it's roughly the same. And then with a vaporizer... It's about like 60%, like 58% you'll get of that THC. So you'll get 58 milligrams of the THC and you'll lose 50 milligrams in in the the process. So, um, like, I always thought it was a lot higher, like, the numbers I heard in the past. um, But this is, I got this from, oh, damn, I don't have the website here. But I I went looking online, and this gave you the option to, you know, you can put in, like, 0.1 grams of weed you're about to smoke to, like, 4 grams of weed. And it'll tell you how many milligrams of THC you should be expecting to get when you're smoking. But I thought, like, I I think, like, bongs and joints are about the same. You know, you smoke either one, you're going to get about the same amount of THC out of them. And then a, a vaporizer it's, you know, it's, you know, in about the 50, 60% mark. One of the other things I wanted, because we, 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 it came up last week and we never, and we, we didn't know how it works. So like what the difference between legalization of cannabis is versus decriminalization of cannabis. So uh, I did a little bit of research into it. Mark, and, mark. Yeah. Mark, before you go on. Yeah.
3: This THC, right? Yeah. is the stuff that gets you high. Yes. Presumably. Yes. Right.
0: Is there any way to equate that
3: to uh, alcohol units
0: for drinking? Not that I know of. I I, I, I don't think so because it's not... Because alcohol is like a blood... It's it's like a blood alcohol level thing that's actually measurable. I know, I, but
3: it, it kind of makes you happy, right?
0: Yeah. And I presume THC
3: is there to make you happy as well. Yeah? Oh,
0: yeah. THC could do a lot of things but, to you, I'm for just sure.
3: wondering, you know, what,
0: what the combination was. But the thing is as well is like if if the, like if there was because getting high is way different than getting drunk right you know what i mean oh is it yeah oh yeah no. it's significant no, like no. yeah like if you get high like you like when you get drunk you can lose like you know you can lose control of your faculties and all that kind of stuff when you're high you're never in a position to sort of like um yeah like you feel like you still have all your senses about you you're just you mm-hmm. you, you know you're not you, you're not drunk like drunk is a totally different thing than being getting high
3: well yeah okay but uh, I mean I know from the past right musicians in the uh in the uh 70s and all that would uh they'd play their music and then they'd have a smoke yeah and they would play again and they were of the impression they were playing a lot better than when they were not high but
0: well no so recording it it was completely different they so- were worse uh, but well, they thought they were better. It could be. It could give you a bit of confidence. Like I know with like so I know with alcohol versus uh, like because uh, I I know like the big thing with even like with driving right. There's you know like driving high versus driving uh, drunk, right? Again, don't yeah. do either. But um, I was reading an article once. They're talking about like with drunk drivers. When you're drunk, you have this overconfidence in yourself and this sort of Superman-like ability. Whereas right. when you're high, you don't have you don't have that uh, th- that same sort of confidence in yourself that you would when you're uh, when you're drunk. Right? Like right. when people get drunk, they're, ha- they're 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 more willing to get into fights with people. They think they're stronger. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're high, you don't have that overconfidence. Doesn't come with getting high. Um, yeah. and, and that's sort of the big difference, not that, uh, cause I know like even like, you know, uh, drinking and driving versus drinking, getting high, it's two totally different things, um, in regards to being like, like subjectivity, like, and, and the, th- the thing with driving high is like, uh, I, I don't think they actually have like a valid test that can, be- because you can't measure like the way you can with alcohol on like, you know, blood alcohol level, the way you can, uh, or you can't do that with THC the way you can with alcohol. So um well I don't, uh,
3: I mean, I don't know about here but in the UK they do pull people over for drug drug driving. Yeah, yeah. I and, don't know whether it's THC or whatever but they can test. Well, and that's the at, thing is at there's the roadside that
0: they're not quite all there. The, and and like and and I know those those tests can be pretty subjective right now because again there's no way to there's there's no way to to it's a tolerance level too, right? Like for for myself, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure that if you pulled a hair out of my head You know, it's going to tell you I'm high all the time, right? Like I always have a constant amount of THC in my body because I smoke every day. That's just something that's sort of built up. So there's a chance that I could be too high to drive every time I'm behind the wheel because of you know because I'm a daily smoker. I never drive like I never get high and drive, but it's Mm. just it's one of these you know it's I it I find it to be a little bit more subjective versus you know the 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 straight like blood alcohol level. Um, Yeah, but um again it's uh, i don't know what kind of tests they're doing in england versus uh you know versus over here for like the roadside stuff well
3: no, i've never been stopped for that so. well there you go
0: well and that's good Then keep it that way then for the um, usual
3: drink tests i've had that but uh i and, kept my little one as a souvenir because
0: i passed nice okay good for you good for you dad
3: congratulations and it was around christmas when they all get busy
0: Oh well that's it like up here we have the ride yeah. programs right they stop everybody yeah. coming out of bars and stuff cuz you know everyone they're, they're everyone's tying one on for uh yeah. for uh, for Christmas. So uh okay so the difference we were we were about to go we were about to talk about difference between uh decriminalization versus legalization. And um, and uh, okay so the differences uh between decriminalization and legalization. Um it's not uh, so with decriminalization um, the like, okay, so let's say with weed, it's no longer a criminal offense to, you know to to have weed, right? And really, when it comes to decriminalization and legalization, um, a lot of it has to do with like it really refers to possession, right? So if you're le- living in a in a in a place where cannabis is decriminalized, that means that if you get caught with cannabis, you're not going to get, like, you're not going to get charged with a crime, but you could still be fined for it, right? You, and they said it could be like getting a parking ticket or something like that. Um, whereas, um, because when it's decriminalized, it's still prohibited. It's just they are a lot more lax on, uh, on um on, you know, uh, whether you have it now, again, when it comes to decriminalization, like if you've got a couple of grams on you, they may just, you know, not care. Right. If you've got a pound on you, then they're going to, you know, they're going to bust you for something. Right. Um, whereas with legalization, um, it's legal to possess it, but it's also legal to supply it. That's, I think, the big thing, right? So in a, in a place where cannabis or any drugs are decriminalized, you're not going to get your cannabis stores, or your heroin stores, or your cocaine stores, you know, like in, in Portugal, right? Uh, I think it's Portugal where a bunch of drugs are decriminalized but not legalized. Uh, whereas here, there's a whole like supply chain. Right. You've, you've seen how many pot stores we have in North Bay. Right. So that's uh, and I, and that's the difference between legalization and um, and decriminalization. And then with legalization, they can have their parameters around it. Right. Like how much you can buy in one visit, things like that. Right. Like, Steve, you were saying, like it's 30, 30 grams in Ontario is the most you can purchase in one visit. Um, other places, I think like in, uh, shit, was it New York state? You can like carry up to four ounces on you, which is just incredible. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, we, we talked about it in the past and I just, I wanted to, to clarify that for, for ourselves, for potential future reference. If it comes up the difference between, uh, decriminalization and legalization. Um, okay. We've kind of gone over a few things. Oh, Steve, one thing I wanted to talk about last week is we were talking about that Houston, uh, the Houston Astros podcast. Because uh, I think we're going to, I, are we kind of done with talking about pot right now? Yeah, we've got oh. a
1: few other housekeeping things wait. like our caption contest. and.
0: Uh... Steve, wait, I got to, before we get to that stuff. So um, another thing, this was another housekeeping thing I want to talk about. So you were talking about um, the difference between inhaling and ingesting. Um, like cannabis, right? So the difference between you know smoking it and eating it. So I, I found a little chart online that sort of gives us uh, just gives us you know some basic things here. So uh, inhaling the start of the effects when you inhale the product uh, will be anywhere from seconds to a few minutes, whereas with ingesting it will be thirty minutes to two hours. Now the peak effects. So full effects when you're smoking it can peak within about thirty minutes, where the full effects of edibles can peak within about four hours. So, uh, like, Holy remember shit. you were talking about like you know, is it like the difference? Is, you know, like how 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 is it affecting you? This is different. Like this is like the effects of like smoking weed can last up to six hours after use, whereas with uh, with edibles it can last up to twelve hours after use. So if you're eating edibles, you could you know you could be high for, like, a whole day. That's uh, – uh, so if you're in the mood to just be stoned for, you know, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., then, you know, eat yourself some edibles, I guess. Um, if you're looking for if you're looking for the shorter highs, then uh, getting high, like smoking weed, is the way to go.
1: And it sounds like the event that you're going to. Like, if you're going to a party, and unless you're really good at planning, um, I mean, you, you take the edible and, and decide, okay, I'm going to a party at 7 o'clock tonight. I'm going to – eat an edible at 5.30 to make sure that when I, especially if you're not an alcohol drinker, and we've talked about this before, if you don't want to drink and you want to go and you just want to feel that lush feeling, sounds like edibles require a lot more planning to make sure you hit your stride when everyone else is casually drinking and, and has a social lubricant in them. Whereas you're saying that you can smoke a joint before you walk into the place and you're... Within thirty minutes, you're starting to so that's on par with alcohol. Like you start drinking,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like if you like if if I'm going to a party and I want to get high with the people that are drinking, like if I want to kind of you know get in that lubricated uh, in that sense, then yeah, I'm going to smoke weed, right? If I'm going to go to a party um, and I'm just going to be doing edibles, I'm probably going to eat my edibles an hour or two before we're going to go to the party because you know, I'm hoping like, and that's the thing is you kind of hope it times out and you can get there. I think edibles are more for when you just plan on like you're camping for the weekend and you are just, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be in the same spot all day long. So let's just, let's just get stoned. I'm not an edible guy in general. It's, it's you know, my preference is, uh, is, is smoking it. So um, I don't know. Like, and that's, that's just like edibles net. were never around when we first started doing this. Right. So, um, yeah. or, well, they were, but like not in, you know, in the, in a very small scale. Like occasionally someone would have a cookie or a brownie, but for the most part, you were just lucky to get your hands on some cannabis when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. Right. Yeah.
1: And when you're talking about being lubricated, going to a party, you might want to clarify, cause you're going to be going to the wrong kind of party.
0: Ah, uh, well, okay. You, yeah, Lubricated in the sense that you're high or, you know, like in that sense, not lubricated. Like, you know, the parties that, you know, Steve's always trying to invite me to. And I keep saying no to Steve. Okay. So before, so now I think we're, we're, we're finished with weed. So I think we can make our way into the uh, um, into uh, sort of talk about podcasts and stuff. Um, so last well, we were going to talk about our we
1: were going to talk about our origin story. Was that? Uh, oh, on that, your was, post- that was that was some. Well, we
0: could be all over. Like, we're all over the place, and we don't have to sort of follow a list here, Steve. So if we don't, if we these aren't all things we have to talk about today. These are things that we could talk about today.
1: I, I think we save the origin story for another day when we don't have Dana and and your dad on. Let's get something making. Okay, talk about absolutely. about of them about our our love story of how we met.
0: Oh, there you go. It was quite the love mm-hmm. story, though. You know, you know. Tune in in the future. You might you, we we might share it with you. Um. No. Okay. So last week we were talking about uh, the podcast, The Edge, and uh, The Edge, of the Houston Astros, and and I was telling you about a picture that. Uh, that uh, trolled the Houston Astros by telling them what pitches were coming. So I just wanted to, So and I didn't know if that was an accurate story or not, so I can confirm that it was an accurate story. The pitcher was Trevor Bauer, and he was uh, pitching for the Cincinnati Reds, and he was pitching to the Los Angeles Dodgers at the time, but he was doing it as a statement to troll the Houston Astros. So he basically let the batter know what pitches were coming, and the batter, I think, still struck out in the end. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, I just wanted to, I talked about it and I wanted to confirm that that was a real story and not something that I just sort of made up off the top of my head. So there's, a, there's another little, uh, another little thing I wanted to, uh, to clarify. Um, and now, um, let's see here, where else are we going? We've got a whole list of little things to go with. Um, now, oh yeah. So, uh, we were going to talk, we had a caption contest, which, um, which, uh, you know, I at best, I could say failed a little bit, you know, we'll see. Um, so so we had okay, we, we started a caption contest and the intent was that we we're gonna put a caption on our Facebook page every week, and then we you know we we're gonna invite people to put captions on there for us and let us, you know, and then we were gonna pick what we thought was the funniest caption and they were gonna be awarded with cash prizes. Now we did our first one and you know it, you know, I would say it didn't do as well as we were hoping it would. You know, I think uh we got all of eleven captions um provided to us, but you know, we still we know we're you know, we, you know we're committed that we said you know, we were going to pick two winners and those winners were going to get a cash prize. Um, so uh, for those of you that, uh, that uh, haven't seen the actual uh, the, the picture, um, uh, well, you know then thank you for not participating in the caption contest. Um, so the, the, the picture was of a dog looking inside another dog's mouth, if I'm correct. Yep. yep. Oh. Okie doke. Let's see here. I'm just pulling it up on my guy. Okay, so and then what I did was I provided you guys with all the captions uh, that were uh, that were um, put on the Facebook page, um, and then I was gonna ask you guys which ones uh, you thought were the best captions or which you thought was the best caption, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna pick a win or well, pick two winners. Um, now, um, yeah, so the, if, if you want to go check out the picture, the caption contest is too late uh, to actually put a caption on. But the picture was on the uh, uh, Mark Loves PPP Facebook page. And, um, and uh, it is of a little dog looking inside the mouth of a bigger dog. And then uh, we got 11 captions. So thank you to those. And, the, and one person put three captions on there. So I guess that's thank you to the eight people that participated in this for us. Am I wrong about that? Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine? Nine people that participated in our caption contest. Now, Steve, uh, did you uh, did you one of those captions? Do you have a favorite?
1: I I do. Uh, you know, there's there's and everyone did an awesome job. There were great answers on there. Um, but you know what? There I, I'm. I like the occasional puns. So our, our friend Richard. I think had the best one.
0: Okay, uh, I see. His, okay. and what was it, Steve?
1: His his caption he's got the little guys looking in the big guy's mouth and he says, um, looks like you're gonna need a root kennel.
0: Oh root kennel. oh <laughs> my god. okay. I thought
1: that was pretty good. So Richard you know my, my hat's off to you with that one.
0: Okay, so Steve, you're uh, you're picking uh, you're picking the root canal uh you're going with the puns, okay. I'm pretty sure Dana is not picking a pun one because Dana hates puns. <laughs> so dana do you have a do you have a which one do you like
2: it's submitted by tina yep and it's my kids after i tell them i don't have any gum
0: ah okay (laughs) tina so dana you're going with the tina one okay oh wait uh, duh i was supposed to write your name down instead i wrote gum i'm not sure why i did that i'm probably i'm pretty high i think it's this uh it's the uh BC Dreamweaver that's uh that's kicking my ass right now. So uh Mr C- uh, Mr. Cossack, Dad, uh what are we going with for you? Can you have a guess? Um it's it's oh God, let's see here. <laughs> um shit. Uh oh, is it the Sam I Harvey think,
1: one? I think he likes puns.
0: Yeah. Which one is it, Dad? Hey, it's Steve the root canal. A root canal. Okay. So we've uh, so so we've definitely got a winner there in the in the Richard Stoodle. Um look, looks looks here like you're going to need a root canal. Uh, or sorry, uh yeah, uh, a, a root canal. Uh yeah. well well great. done Richard. Nice job. Now, great Steve Great Steve's think alike. Oh god. That's <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. I can't disagree. Oh my God! Okay, well, just you know, start your own podcast. Steve's love, you know, Steve's. I guess you know, maybe you could just talk to each other about how great it is to be Steve. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, well, if it was it was
1: Steve and Steve, that'd be a, have to be a video podcast, and I'd have less listeners than we have here.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, Steve. Uh, now, I've so right now, Richard Stoodle, he is a he's a winner for sure because two of you picked uh, two of you picked Richards. Dana, you picked Tina's. Now, I'm picking another one because Tina was the one that made three suggestions because there was no limit to how many suggestions you could make. Um, and I liked another one of Tina's, which was, uh, uh, keep my, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Right. So that's, uh, I think that was a, a salute to, uh, to good old Will Smith in the, uh, and the, the Oscars. So, um, you know, well, so Tina's going to tie Tina for second place. So, um, I figure, I think, you know, Richard and Tina are our winners for, for, you know, th- our first and, you know, potentially last, but hopefully we'll come out with this again when maybe we have, you know, like we, 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 we crack that you know that what 50 listener mark is that is that what we're going for steve should that be our our milestone
1: i i think so i think that should be our second our our milestone we'll 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 reissue the caption contest when we have 50 listeners and i gotta say that was my second choice i when i saw that that one actually out of all of them you know the the kennel one that was witty that was thinking on your feet i love that one but i have to admit to keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth actually made me laugh when I saw it. Me so too. I actually that was my number two.
0: I laughed out loud mm. when I saw that one. so I thought that would that like that was gonna be my pick and uh, and so okay, so congratulations to Tina and Richard for winning uh, for winning the caption contest. Um, I will be reaching out to you. Um, uh, with your prize and everything like that, but yeah. So, um, you know, I, like I said, hopefully we'll we'll be able to to do this again, and and we'll get more people. Like, I, cause I posted this on a bunch of different pages and stuff like that. I was hoping we'd get some traction on it, cause you know it's a cash prize, you could win money, but you know, I guess I guess you know money doesn't go as the fucking inflation, right? Uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> kills the value of a prize these days. So, uh, so, you know, caption contest aside, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully bring that bad boy back in the future. Um, now, um, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, where do we want to go from here guys? I think we're, you know, we're, well, dead, we're talking, sorry. Oh, I don't know what dad, did you just say something? Is he frozen? frozen uh-oh okay he looks frozen but, or he's really still uh, oh. oh there he. oh i don't know okay steve what are you saying there buddy
1: i i think since we're talking about our caption contest we we do need to send a shout out to our number one fan oh we've got
0: yes yes okay yeah uh karen she's uh like we got to say that yeah karen has been she actually uh she posted something on our facebook page the other day uh do i still have it up i don't think i do um, but, uh, yeah, she posted to our Facebook page. I'm going to go find this right now because, uh, she really is like, she really is our number one fan. And right now, if she's listening to this, she's like probably giddy in her car and having the greatest time because we're talking about her. Okay. Where are we? Oh, there and we hopefully are. Hopefully
1: not because she's high.
0: No. Cause I don't think, I I don't know if we've confirmed if, if Karen actually, uh, Mo. sorry. Hello, dad. <laughs> Okay, he is frozen. Okay, he is frozen. I think that's what happened there. Hold on. Okay, we're just going to step away for a second here, and I'm going to go figure out what's happening with the old man. I'll be right back. How how good is the
1: tech support going to be when he's been hauling on that vape pen since we started?
2: I don't know, because you could go either way. It's either going to make him brilliant or- <laughs>
0: What's, what's going to happen?
1: Or he's going to treat that laptop like an edge sketch And he's just going to hold it up and shake the shit out of it
0: Oh, wait, we've <laughs> lost him and he might be back
1: I think the brilliant thing is not there, Dana Because he went there and now his dad's gone altogether Oh, no Oh, no
0: Oh, he. I'm sure it will
1: fu- How, good, how, good, a, I said, oh, how good a tech support are you going to offer After you've been hauling
0: on this vape pen the whole time? Oh, there he is Hey, Are you back, Dad? Yeah. Yeah, I'm back now. Okay, okay. Was it just me? Yeah, it was just you. You froze like you're. I think you're about to say something, and then you just froze up on us, and we're we're like, what's going on here?
3: All right. Which
1: boggles my mind because the three of you are in the same fucking house.
0: That's true, but he's using an ancient laptop. He is using something that's uh that's a little bit older than uh, than what we're using here. Um. Okay. So we were talking about uh we we're talking about Karen. Um, our number one fan. And, you know, we call her the number one fan because this is her post on, on Facebook. Karen, number one fan here. Just listen to Smoke the Weed You Will. Giant Star Wars fan, by the way. As thanks, uh, thanks for the shout out. Literally LOL'd in the car. So to clear the air, she's a Montrealer to her core. Go Habs go. Boo. Um, she lived in Toronto for uh, about 20-ish years. And that's where she met me and Dana. And now she lives in New Brunswick and she loves it. Uh, she has never lived in Nova Scotia, but does love Halifax. So there you go. That's our number one fan, Karen. We thought we'd give her a shout out because, uh, yeah, she's, I think, one of our biggest supporters, uh, you know, online and listening. So, uh, yeah, Karen, thank you. Thank you for tuning in again today. Uh, we Thanks, make- Karen.
1: Make- Thanks, Karen. We appreciate
0: you listening. And I won't even
1: hold the fact that you're a Habs fan against you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe we will. Maybe that's that. that, like that's the the one, you know, everybody needs to have a con in their life. And, and, you know, Karen's is, you know, being a fan of the Montreal Canadiens. But then again, you know, it's not like the Leafs have done anything to uh, to justify uh, fandom in them in the last, you know, 50. No, what is it? 45 years now yeah but yeah. They're not the- uh-huh. no 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 55 no, 50, years 55, 55 years 55 Holy shit. 67. that's right my God
1: well at least we know her choice in podcasts better than her choice in hockey teams so
0: yeah that's true yeah that's true <laughs> I don't know if we'll be around as long as the Montreal Canadians but you know we are better than the Montreal Canadians I'm gonna make that statement right now you know that's I think something that me and Steve can both agree on here are you, are you going to die on that
1: hill? Is that, the, is that what you're going for?
0: Well, you know, it's the Montreal Canadiens. It's not like it's a big hill to die on, right? It's, you know, it's, ooh, you know, Montreal, you're the best. Um, <laughs> I'm just All bear. right,
1: before we alienate an entire fucking province, maybe <laughs>
0: we should move on to another subject. I think we will. So, um, we could probably make our way into, uh, into um, the podcast portion of our podcast today. Because... Uh, that's uh, we, we've spent a good chunk of time talking about weed here, so we should really talk about podcast. Now, um, one of the things that uh, one of the we, since we don't actually have an official guest today, we're going to we're going to do uh, we're only going to talk about four podcasts. Is that right, Steve? Was that the game plan?
1: Yeah, we've got three from you, one from me. And uh, unless Dana and your dad have uh, any they want to throw in.
0: Well, I think we confirmed last time Dana was on that she is she's not a podcast listener. So she's uh, she's not contributing anything to that realm of this podcast today. Uh, she's right now she's on the screen getting high and her eyes look really sort of like relaxed right now. Oh, wait, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. There you go. She's <laughs>
1: Um, okay. Well, I, I, gotta say, I know the choices and I, 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 love one of the, one of your choices. I love one of the ones you're going to talk about. So I can't wait to get into that one.
0: Okay. Well, you know what then, because I'm going to do three, maybe I'll start with my, fir- with one first and then we'll go to you next. How's that, Steve? Yeah, no, go. Okay. So, uh, it's your first one, it's your first one that I'm eager. Cause I love that one. Okay. So the first one that we're going to talk about today, it's called uh, doctor death. Um, and okay, so there's, um, there are three seasons of Dr. Death, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking specifically season one, um, because that's the only one I've listened to so far. Um, but, um, it's, uh, there's, it's 13 total episodes and I'll, I'll give you sort of, here's the, uh, here's the thing I pulled up online. <clears throat> We're at our most vulnerable when we go to the doctors, we trust the person at the other end of that scalpel. We trust the hospital. We trust the system. Christopher Dunch was a neurosurgeon who radiated confidence. He claimed he was the best in Dallas. If you had back pain and had tried everything else, Dr. Dunch could give you the spine surgery that would take your pain away. But soon his patients started experiencing complications and the system failed to protect them, which begs the question, who or what is that system meant to protect? So this is, uh, it's from Wondery and uh, it's, uh, Dr. Death is about a charming surgeon, 33 patients, and a spineless system. And it's uh, hosted by Laura Beal. Um, and it's it's okay so it's it's obviously it's based on a true story it's based on uh, uh, on a on a doctor uh out of Dallas who claimed um like he was this fine, fantastic spine surgeon and uh he ended up fucking over a quite a like it's like I think literally like he performed something like 33 surgeries or th- like in the like not more than 40 surgeries and like all but like 3 of them were failures like he like he one of them was his
1: close friends yeah. which he went and screwed up and to this day the guy barely holds it against him um, but sorry to clarify Mark seasons 2 and 3 are of different doctors yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm with you I, I listened to part of season 2 but season 1 is the good one. They actually made a TV series out of it too.
0: Yeah, they did. They, uh, I think it was called Dr. Death. Um, and it, it starred, um, Joshua Jackson, Joshua Jackson, Joshua Jackson, uh, Christian Slater and Mandy Moore. Um, sorry, I'm a high. I'm, you know, what could, Dana's laughing at me? Cause I couldn't say Joshua. My bad. The, the-
1: the, the handsome and talented Joshua
0: Jackson. That's yes. what I was waiting for you to lead in with. And, and Casey,
1: to those of you who watched uh, Dawson's,
0: Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, this is, a, yeah, this is about, like, it's, it's a podcast about this doctor who was, like, he was just, like, so full of himself and believed, like, you know, he was the greatest at what he did. And he had so little experience, like, doing the surgery he was doing, but he did them anyway. And he, like, he paralyzed people. He actually, like, paralyzed people uh, through his his improper surgical uh, procedures. And um, it's not just about the doctor... Uh, doing what he did to people, but it was all, it's also about the hospital system in the Dallas area. Like they literally just punted this doctor around to other hospitals, uh, because like, it's just like with everything else, right? Like the doctors, like the, the, the hospital system protects itself. Right. So versus, you know, instead of firing this, this, this doctor, they literally just moved him from hospital to hospital to hospital and let him be somebody else's problem. Um, and then until like, you know, I, th- I think it was one or a group of doctors like took it upon themselves to, to pursue criminal charges against him. So it's really, yeah, and it's, it's an interesting, it, definitely. So it's he, crazy.
1: And, and you, if you're a little
0: squeamish, you know, a little, a little
1: uh, COA, I mean, you know, they, they talk about some of the surgeries. It's not in graphic detail. It's not going to make you overly squeamish, but it really goes to show you that, you know, a lot of this stuff is the game of millimeters like it's and they're screwing things in and fusing spot. I mean, to and the trust that you put into physicians. Um, but it, it, it's you're right. It, it's a story of this guy who had a big ego and was um, larger than life and, and was not going to do wrong. And how the hospitals just, yeah, well, you know, he's he's kind of doing OK. We'll we'll just uh, hide him off and send him this way. And, it's a great choice. It's a great podcast.
0: It's and and I've ne- I haven't watched the uh, I haven't watched the TV show yet, but I do like I think it came out on Showcase or something um, last year and it, it's something I mean to to watch at some point but uh um it's uh, 13 episodes long. The episodes are about 40 minutes um on average each. Um definitely some mature content in there because uh um I don't know if so much swearing, but just sort of the subject matter at hand, right? Um and and you know, a, a doctor. I don't know if he... I, I I'm pretty sure he killed a few people too, if I recall but you know, like he, like, like his, his failure rate was like, um, like just mind boggling. And they let him continue doing what he was doing.
1: And an important thing, Mark, this one, uh, for the people that are listening, we talked about good road trip ones before. This one's a good road trip one. Cause it's really six episodes. Um, episodes seven to 14 are updates and, and more current stuff. So if you just want to get the, the, just to the story and basically the showcase episode. It's seven episodes um, and it's good. And they're all about 30 minutes long.
0: Nice. Okay. Steve, you know, that was, I think that was a, you know, thanks for adding in on that. I didn't realize you'd already seen that one. So thanks. uh, Thanks for joining me on that ride. So what are you recommending for us today, Steve?
1: So mine's me geeking out a little bit and being a tech geek again. And because CS is on consumer electronics shows on right now, which is one of the happiest times of the year for tech geeks. Um, I'm a big Apple guy. I'm tied into the Apple ecosystem. So there's a podcast called the Mac world podcast. Um, it's, it's basically tied into the magazine, the Mac world magazine. Um, they come out every week. Uh, they come out once a week. They, they vary in length from again, depending on, on the topic from 20 minutes to 50 minutes. Um, it's a panel of the editors and writers from Mac world. Um, like the the there was one apple's best and worst moments of 2022 was the december episode um they they talk about things like the year in review they talk about uh the apple chargers uh the ipads when there's a product launch they talk about that stuff and and all the stuff tied into to mac and apple from the apple tv to the iphone to ipads to mac so if you're not a tech geek and you're not a tech person, I will tell you this will bore the shit out of you, but you know what if you're in the Apple world and and you like gadgets and and toys and and listening to people talk about it, it's 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 good.
0: Well, okay, so Steve cuz like, you know, we're doing this on Zoom and I can see from the zoom thing that you're, you're cat, you you are Steve's iPad. That's part of the zoom conversation. So I'm assuming you have to be like, um, do you have to be like an Apple product person, I guess, to, to, to get anything out of this?
1: No, it, if it, it depends on, on what you do for a living and, and what your interests are. Uh, I mean, I listen to, uh, the odd Android thing as well, or I'll listen to, um, other things. I, I just like, tech and i like toys and i'll listen to i've uh, there's some podcasts i listen to which i've saved for future episodes uh about home theater and home theater setup and boring shit like that so um you know there there's some of those but yeah this one is you you really want to be in the mac ecosystem (laughs) excuse me to uh to understand it and to to get the most of it um the only thing i don't have in the apple ecosystem is a mac everything else i've got so you know it, it it's cool how it all ties in it's just people in that world so um yeah you if you're a mac user or you're in the apple ecosystem at all it's uh listen to a couple of episodes it's it's interesting
0: now is this i'm assuming so uh, like it's this is this is fairly family-friendly content they're, t- they're discussing in this
1: there is no more family-friendly than these guys i mean they are Part of a, a magazine, part of their job is to sell magazines and, and send you to their website and, and do that. So, yeah, there there is not an explicit rating to be found anywhere on these podcasts.
0: Nice. So are they are they are they pushing like uh, Apple products? Or are they like reviewing them? No, they're they're actually very good like some
1: of them uh it's it's a roundtable format there's there's a couple of guys on it um people there's there's ladies and and guys that come on different episodes um and they're good because they're critical of some things they're they're um you know they're, they're not apple shivs even though they write for an apple magazine they're not shivs for the corporation um they if there's missteps and there's things that are done wrong they're they're critical of of things that are they've done as well so Okay. Um, if you're into tech at all, it's worth a listen.
0: Nice. So very, a, a very balanced. A uh, very balanced approach to the the Mac world, then. And like yeah. Steve was saying, because yeah, because right now the consumer uh, electronics show is happening in Las Vegas. So, uh, so like you know that's if that's like tech like that's the, what is that like the, the tech Super Bowl or something like that? Is that is that what it be? Yeah, a bunch of
1: white. See a lot of sunlight and and you know that just play with gadgets. Go in there and all the new launches are there from laptops to all the new tech for the. whole... I mean, it's it's pretty cool. That's on my bucket list is
0: is to go to CES one year. Nice, nice. I'd like to go to one of those pornographic conventions or something like that. That's two weeks after. So oh, there's really?
1: CES. Yeah, no. Because in, in, I did a trade show my last career, um, which so CES was like the first week of January. Then. Ppai, which was the the promotional world that i was in and then the week right after that was the aov one so the, the the tech geeks were in and then the people selling trinkets and trash and then at the airport like you'd meet everyone and you'd see everyone because the week that we leave all the porn stars show up so um yeah it's it's uh, you go from tech to to promo items to porn so it uh Hey, if you can make a whole month of January in, in Vegas, you, you kind of get the best of all worlds.
0: What do you say, Dana? January 2024, huh? Let's see, uh, three weeks in Vegas, sound like a plan? We'll talk. Oh. oh. Is this one of those good talks or like one of those talk talks? Oh. Um,
2: well, one of us will be happy in the end.
0: Oh. Speaking of happy
2: endings, Mark, it is the right show for that. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs>
0: oh, Steve uh always there with a nice one-liner I enjoy that um well Dana okay so we, we'll have our talk I'm 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 not looking forward to it uh and I, I I'm, I'm sure I won't win but uh I will make my points clear and valid and you know
1: my spidey sense is tingling and you will not be at a porn convention come 2024 I I, I can guarantee that
0: damn oh well thanks Steve thanks thanks for your uh, your confidence in me and in my Ability to persuade my wife to go to a pornographic convention in Las Vegas in July 2024. Unless there's January, January, no, January, 2024. Sorry. Oh, Oh look. The, okay. Dad's already gotten his calendar right there. He's already looking for his, uh, his timeshare yeah. options in Las Vegas. I see.
3: Yeah.
1: That's why he's so quiet. He's, he's yeah. right now on Expedia. He's trying to find a flight from England to uh, Vegas come January, 2024.
0: I bet you there's some seniors discounts in there for you too, dad. So like, yeah, you know. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, so that was uh, the MacWorld uh, the MacWorld podcast. Thank you for that one, Steve. Um, okay, so uh, the next one uh, that I'm going to recommend it's this is I would call this my favorite podcast. This is the one that I, I listen to all the time. I don't know why I didn't bring it up earlier. I was sort of avoiding the personality driven podcasts, um, but it's the Tony Kornheiser show. Um, And uh, I'll give you the little bio here. So Tony Kornheiser is one of the most recognizable and outspoken commentators in sports and entertainment. The Long Island native hosted the the Tony Kornheiser show on radio across uh, a host of stations in the Washington, D.C. area and on ESPN radio beginning in 1992 and currently co-hosts one of the most popular sports programs of all time in PTI on ESPN since 2001 with Michael Wilbon. He was also an analyst for ESPN's Monday Night Football from 2006 to 2008. Um, let's see here. Kornheiser began his career as a writer for Newsday and the New York Times b- before joining the Wall Street po- or sorry, the Washington Post in 1979 as a general assignment reporter in style and sports. So he became a full-time sports columnist in 1984 until leaving the post in 2012 with one of the most impressive resumes in journalism. Now, um, yeah, it's it's literally it's Tony Kornheiser. I started listening to the podcast uh, at the beginning of COVID, when you know I was uh, uh, I was stuck at home. I was painting the entire living room and kitchen and whatever else Dana decided I needed to paint while we were uh, stuck at home. Uh, isolating and um i've like i've i've been watching tony kornheiser on pti for years the uh, pardon the interruption um on uh it's on tsn up here in canada but it's, it's an espn show and then i found his podcast and uh like he's i think he's like in his mid to late 70s right now and it's literally it's him um his son michael is with him um there's his british friend nigel um, and it's it's like uh it's like a it's a weekly well this it's it's um let's see here he puts out about two to three episodes a week um the episodes are about an hour long and it's like they're, they're just like he's interviewing sports uh, like uh, uh um, athletes he's interviewing us uh, uh, sports uh, uh, commentators uh, sports broadcasters um you know mu- movie reviewers celebrities um television writers like he's a whole a whole assortment of people from from like sports or the entertainment world. Um, and, uh, and, and a lot of it's like banter, like, uh, the, the first part of every episode is typically banter with Nigel and his son. And they talk about like a lot about their lives, really. It's, it's, uh, um, and what's going on. And it's really, it's a very humorous show. Tony is like an old curmudgeon, he reminds me of me in the sense that like, he's very analog. He doesn't want to accept tech into his life. You know, you know, uh, cryptocurrency just scares the shit out of him. And and like the like the things they they have like the conversations and the topics they tackle on the show are really just very lighthearted um like when I came in um and started listening to it they they they'd been in like a sort of let's say a, i would say like a 5 to 6 week arc talking about what is the best way to make a grilled cheese sandwich and you know and it was like literally like are you putting butter on the bread um, or are you putting mayonnaise on the bread and cuz apparently <laughs> Mayonnaise is the thing to put on on bread for grilled cheese sandwiches when you're frying it in pans, right? And but Mark, this... did they
1: talk for an hour about grilled cheese? No, sandwiches? no, it wasn't an, an hour.
0: Think? But like this was this was a subject that was sort of came in and like in 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 one of their episodes, and they touched on it for like five or six minutes because um the, like Tony has like he's like I I think like seven or eight million weekly listeners. Like he's one of the most listened to podcasts. Um, and so he has a lot of people will email into the show his fans and they will sort of side on what's better right so he's presenting people's arguments about like you know uh, you know people will say why mayonnaise is the better thing to, to sort of toast your grilled cheese sandwich with versus butter and stuff like that and these are sort of threads that will, will just keep going through the show like they'll bring it up every now and then here and there um, like they'll talk about like grilled cheese um, you know another thing it came like some uh, someone uh, wrote an email into the show and they talked about how many outlets were in their kitchen and all of a sudden this trend starts happening that everybody that was emailing in would include how many outlets were in their kitchen and then it became this contest who had the most outlets in their kitchen and it's still something people will bring up in emails here and there um but it's just it's it's a it's a happy show i listen to it i feel good about myself tony talks to his son they chat about life. They talk about Michael's three kids, how much they hate the you know the Washington Nationals and what's you know going on with the baseball team. Well, they don't hate the Nationals. The ownership of the team. He complains about you know paying thirteen dollars for a Whopper combo at Burger King, or you know how you know he's his his Cigna insurance is fucking him over for a CAT scan right now or something. Like it's really it's just a night. Nice, it's an old guy who's you know who who has very intelligent thoughts about things. But it's just, you know, he's living his life and he's sharing, you know, details about his life uh, almost on a daily basis.
1: So I understand this is um, three days a week. I think it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, so they, he they doesn't...
0: No, he doesn't... So he tries to have like a like a consistent schedule, but he really... He, it's usually like, you know, he'll, at the beginning of the week, he'll be like, you know, this week because I want to go golfing Thursday, Friday, so we're going to put out all of our episodes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Or he'll be like, you know, next week we're only going to do two episodes because of X, Y, Z. There's never been sort of a structured sort of like, I'll just... Oh, there's another Tony episode. But it's typically three episodes a week is what coming the, the, in it and they they'll range from like an hour to uh 90 minutes is sort of uh um, is sort of the length of it and it's usually banter guest banter uh no sorry banter guest guest and then um, emails at the end that's sort of typically the format his shows always follow um and like it's uh, yeah, it's uh, the the uh, the one thing I also like about it is he's really big on like original music. So um, what he does is uh, so he doesn't have to pay for copyrights for popular music. He encourages listeners to send their music into the show, and he uses that music to bring in his guests in each segment. And then at the end of each episode, he'll play like two uh, two of that 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 person's songs like at full length at the end of each episode. So he's really like he he's he's letting artists uh, giving them the opportunity to, to sort of put themselves out there uh, especially to a, a, a quite a large audience of people and and it's and it's helped quite a few artists sort of you know you know gain a little traction in the music industry and and you know start making a name for themselves
1: and i guess because it's on espn or he's an espn guy or former espn it's family friendly there's sure not a lot of swearing in this one oh
0: no he doesn't swear like he bleeps out the swearing right because he has um Oh, what's his name? Carville. Uh, he's a commentator, a political commentator. But he'll come on and put on. He'll give his. Uh, he'll give his football picks, right? And because he's from like uh, Louisiana, he uh, he swears a lot when he chats. So when he's on, um, there's a lot of bleeps happening. While uh, well, I think is it James Carville? And then he he just bleeps. James bleep, Carville. Yeah, just bleeps like the a raging. The raging Cajun. raging Cajun, that's it, yeah. So and he'll just bleep like it, like a motherfucker. But like you know, he'll swear like a motherfucker. But they'll just bleep the shit out of him um, as he's talking. But yeah, like absolutely no swearing whatsoever. Um, and another thing, like tone, like it's yeah, like yeah, it's just. I like his attitude. I I describe him as a curmudgeon. You know, he's just, you know, he's he's got, he likes to talk about his grandkids, what's happening with them. You know, like the shitty, like like some of the shit he has to deal with in life. Like he got a massive water bill for his, like his lake house or his cottage or something like that. And, you know, he was trying to fight it. And he's literally like sharing the day by day, you know, of what's happening with this fight with the municipality over getting his water bill to like, you know, to lower it. And he loses in the end. You know, it doesn't matter if he's got a podcast with a million of listeners, he's still lost, right? So it's uh, nice. yeah, it's a happy podcast. It's one of my favorites to listen to.
1: Nice. Well, other than really wanting a grilled cheese now, what uh, what's your next one?
0: Okay, so uh, my last podcast. Now, this one, um, uh, it's I think I'm pretty sure this is a, a Spotify only podcast, um, and it's called Imposters, and uh, the this one is Imposters: The Spy. So it's uh, it's six episodes long. So this would have been another good road trip one. Um, when, from last week's episode, but hey, you know, we'll just add it to this week's episode. Um, so it's six, six episodes long. Um, it's about 30 minutes per episode. And it's, uh, so uh, Wayne Simmons was a Fox News star. His dramatic 27-year career with the CIA gave his opinions credibility until the government he says he risked his life for branded him a fraud. Is Wayne Simmons an American hero or a liar? So it's about this guy. He was a commentator on Fox News. Like they, like you know, he, he apparently had all these accolades. Like he uh, he said he worked for the government. He said he worked for the CIA. He was like a top secret. Uh, like he had done a lot of like top secret stuff and and interact with a lot of like uh, big players in the world of like geopolitics and things like that. Um, and uh, and uh, it turns out like some people didn't believe. Like he said, he, he said who he said he was. Right. So, um, and, but Fox like took him, like took him, like his credibility, uh, as if it was, you know, didn't, didn't vet it, I guess. And, uh, or they, or, or, um, they, they, like, they believed, you know, the, the, the forms of the people that were, uh, that were, um, what's the word? Um, oh, I'm, I'm lost now. I'm high. I'm lost. Uh, what's the, what's it when I'm, uh, when I'm referring to somebody. Yeah. Like when I'm giving someone credibility or something like that A reference, that's, well, I guess a reference type of thing, but yeah, we're going to edit all that part out anyway. So, so Wayne Simmons, the, he was, uh, he was on, like, he was a Fox news commentator. They brought him on to, to discuss, um, like, you know, anything going on in, in like, you know, the middle East or things like that. And he could always sort of hide behind the fact that like the CIA, you know, it's, you know, uh, Uh, The CIA is very shady. They're they're never going to actually, you know, um, they they can neither confirm nor deny things. Right. So you kind of plausible deniability kind of sort of could live behind that kind of uh, that kind of uh, uh, shade. And uh, and so it turned out that, that, you know, some people in the CIA were like. I don't believe he's ever been in the CIA, and uh, and they called him on it. And to this day, like he still says he was part of the CIA, and it was just some top secret place that like nobody can acknowledge, and that's why his names aren't on the books and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's about him and and sort of you know how he sort of infiltrated Fox News and became this sort of guy special, like uh, um, you know uh, uh, an expert on things. When it turns out he you know may have just been a total fraud the entire time.
1: Hmm. Sounds like an interesting one and good for Hmm. to be a uh, short family or short road trip. Is it family friendly? Like, oh, well, it's
0: like if it's been a while since I listened to it, but I'm pretty sure like it's mature content. Right. So so I'm 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 almost positive they're swearing in it. Um, But yeah, he claimed to be a part of a lot of big things in in the world, like in, in world history. That uh, that I you know that I, I think in the end turn out to be false, but uh, um, yeah, it's called Imposters, the spy. Uh, just six episodes long. So again, another like if you're just looking for something just to listen to, that's uh, that, that's not going to be an ongoing like like Tony Kornheiser, you know he's been doing his show since 1992. So um, you know that's like this is you know you just jump in now and you start listening to it. But if you're just looking for something to like a nice little short subject thing with the uh, you know um, Imposters is is. Where I'll go with my recommendation this week. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm guys. I got to tell you, I'm pretty high right now. I am feeling Best. this. Uh, I am feeling this Dreamweaver. Whatever. What was it again?
3: Yes. BC. Something, BC something. Dreamweavers.
0: I am feeling the full spectrum of this <laughs> this this cannabis right now. I can tell you that. Mark, yes.
2: Was the word endorse?
0: Yes, endorse. That's the word. <laughs> I was. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't refer. yeah they want to yeah they want to endorse this person that's it yes okay thank you i was uh i couldn't come up with it it was sitting there it was i was looking it in the eyes and i was just like well i'm high that's nothing nothing i can do about that i've uh the dream weaver has caught me um in its well in its spell we can move on to pets because i have some
1: exciting news
0: Oh, what's this okay not wait that, a second not, not here. that
1: exciting no 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 oh not that steve exciting. okay
0: hold on steve we've been talking about you getting a dog for what like four or five episodes so if you're gonna update us on anything don't come in here with i have got some exciting news because you know our reaction is gonna be you got a dog
1: okay, no, yeah, not that exciting but for for okay anyone that listens and watches Uh, AKC championships and and whatnot. So Nancy and I love watching whether it's a Westminster dog show or the American Kennel Club championships because, hey, we love dogs. And and now it's got got a bit more because now we get to see all the different breeds and whatever. So um, if anyone does listen and doesn't want to get the thing ruined, but for one of the – I think one of the first times in a long time, um, a bulldog has won best in show at the national championship. Really? Normally, Bulldogs don't win. You know, it's reserved for some of the other breeds. But Star won best in show at the 22nd American Kennel Club National Championship. And people that have been listening know the ones that we've been talking to. In the final, the choices came down to there was a Havanese in it and a Schnauzer. So there was a Schnauzer and a Havanese in the um, in the competition for best in show from each of the breeds. OK, so nice. So so two, you... of our, two of the dogs we're looking at were in the, the, the winning the challenge to run and the Schnauzer finished runner up.
0: OK, OK, so so you're just you're just bragging about the kind of dog you're going to get before you actually get it. Is that it, Steve? Is that what I'm getting here?
1: Yeah, but it was an exciting thing. It was a 2023 <laughs> national show. It's exciting for dog lovers.
0: It's fun so, to watch. Is it just, wait, It's did it just happen then? Like, has it been going like the first week of January?
1: Yeah, it was held December uh, 17th to the 18th, but uh, it was on ESPN. So we just finished watching it. Uh, we taped it and we watched it today.
0: Oh, so <clears> okay. So like, what do you have to do to become best in show? I've never watched one of these before. Like, are, is he going through well, like, like what? Are, what are the they, things they have to do? they don't fucking juggle and shit like that. I mean, they're dogs. They no, but I mean like, like, they does he have and... to like, is there commands they have to listen to? Do they have to go through some sort of like,
1: no, no, it's, it's, it's for the breed. So the breed gets up and, and the judge, you know, for each of the, 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 um, groupings, cause there's like a sporting group, a toy group, uh, whatever. So like the finale, there was, um, a German shepherd, a Havanese, uh, a bulldog, a, uh, standard schnauzer, um, Another terrier, which I don't looks like a really small Airedale. I can't remember its name. And then they go and they compare them, and they they the judges judge them on teeth and size. And I don't know. One of the judges cupped the dog in a weird spot, which I, I don't think was very appropriate. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I I don't know if that's at the adult in january i don't know if they do that too to judge Weston show there if there's any cupping and groping but at the kennel (laughs) club there was um so they they go and they make sure and i guess to standard to the breed and and to the the truth and and the the rules i guess of of that breed and uh yeah it it was just amazing to watch because all these dogs were there and they were so happy to compete and like the the handlers run them up and down the thing and and some of these are the most unathletic human beings i've ever seen trying to run dogs around uh a a fake grass thing but the dogs all have these huge smiles on their face because they they're getting all this attention and people are clapping and cheering for them and the judge is there and they're getting treats and it's just if you're a dog lover go on east on espn on demand and and you have to watch it it is just it's it's like two hours of joy if you love dogs.
0: Okay, Steve. So this is, okay, this is actually a good segue because this is not something we were planning on talking about, but you just, okay. So if you love watching all these dog things, then um, have you ever watched the series We Are the Champions on Netflix?
1: Um, I don't think so. I saw the one on Prime that had... Uh, The skier
0: girl. Okay, no, so this one... Okay, so this is an entirely different show. It's called We Are the Champions. Um, It's on Netflix. Now, what it is... It's um, it's uh, a docu series that uh, explores an array of unique competitions from uh, the quirky to bizarre, and uh, you meet the passionate communities uh, that are that are obsessed with these things, right? So it's basically it's six episodes long. So um, one of the one of the subjects they they, uh, they focus on is dog dancing. Which is like a huge competition in like Russia and stuff like that and out in like Eastern Europe and stuff. And it's like if if you're looking for just an interesting show to watch on Netflix, I would recommend this. Uh, because they have the dog dancing, but like they also have like there's the you know the you know the 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 cheese that they roll down the hill in England that people chase every year and like kill themselves for? They, 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 that's one of the episodes they cover because people want to be champion cheese rolling people. Um, they do like a yo-yo championship, a frog jumping championship, a chili eating championship, and uh, what was it? Uh, oh, and a fantasy hairstyling championship. But the dog dancing one was really interesting. Like if, if you like watching, the, like I had no idea you liked watching like the American Kennel Club stuff, you would probably be interested in watching the dog dancing one.
1: I am not ashamed to admit that I have seen dog dancing competitions and they are cute as hell. And it's usually the little Shelties or or the Australian sheepdogs that win. Um, But yes, that is
0: Steve. You got to watch this man, because it's like, like, because like they really focus on the Russian team here and they take it seriously. Like the guy that's running the team. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like if you, if they didn't win, like, you know, that was it for the dogs. Like that was like, you know, come with me type of thing.
1: Mark, I've seen all of them. I've seen the dog dancing ones. I've seen the agility competitions. Like, you know, I will give props to ESPN and TSN and Sportsnet. They do show these um, that, that's on there. Um, yeah, no, I've seen all. Them. The one I was talking about, and if you anyone's got Amazon Prime, it's called The Pack. It is like the amazing race with your dog. And it's, it's you know what, it, it, it's incredible to watch. There's a bloodhound named Daisy. There's some some. There's two Goldie Poo's that fall in love during the competition. Aww. It is it is fantastic, but it, they really do compete, and then one gets eliminated. Now uh, but okay. it's like the
0: Amazing Race. Do you think they really fell in love, or do you think that was something that was like just set up by the producers so you know to get more viewers and stuff like that?
1: over you know you're over in uh, assuming what these dogs can do they're fucking dogs they they basically the two dogs you can tell uh, they'd get together and these two would gravitate towards each other and they'd nuzzle and they were cute together i mean they didn't say it's not big brother where they said okay you know to, to make sure you get more tv time pretend you really hate this person or pretend you two slept together no they're two golden poos they, they they're just not that advanced nice so and this was what what was it called, Steve? The pack? It's called the pack on Amazon. Um, you you I, you and Dana would enjoy that. I, I think you guys would love that show.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? That's I think, Steve. Aside from okay, so aside from the fact that, like, are you anywhere closer to getting a dog? Like, are we? Is this is this an imminent thing, or is it or imminent thing, or are we are we still like you know we we could be waiting a f- like you know months here.
1: I think I think it's a springtime thing. I, I, I want to be as successful as house training as possible. And in northern Ontario, I have four feet of snow in my backyard. So trying to convince some poor little puppy to go out and get house broken outside in that is is difficult. So we want to give ourselves the best chance for success.
0: Oh, fair enough. Well, you know what, guys? Like, I think you know, because so Steve, other than you know not leading with "Hey, guys," I have some exciting news for the next, you know, the next time we start talking about pets. You know, I'm, you know, that's, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, who was it? Was it uh, Star the bulldog?
1: Her name. Her name was Star. She uh, triumphed over 5,300 competitors to earn the $50,000 cash prize. And the title of best in show at the AKC National Championship.
0: Well, congratulations, Star, on uh, winning that. uh, Winning, wow, like fifty thousand dollars and and beating you know five thousand plus other dogs. Um, I think on that note, guys, like, does anybody want to add anything uh, into our pet category today? Nope. Oh, I think we're good to go then. So I think you know we're gonna we're gonna be wrapping things up, uh, you know, hopefully next week, we should you know we should get back on track with a guest in, in our our usual, uh podcast format um so for this week again i'd like to uh, i'd like to thank the listeners for uh for you know tuning in again um i'd like to thank steve uh dana and my dad for joining us as co-hosts and guests um i'd like to thank our number one fan karen for listening um uh so all the podcasts we recommended today it was uh dr death season one um, which was Dr. Dunch, uh, The Tony Kornheiser Show, Imposters, The Spy, and The Macworld Podcast. Uh, Steve also recommended The Pack on Prime. Uh, is it Prime, Steve?
1: Amazon Prime, yeah. On
0: Amazon Prime, which is a, uh, a dog-based reality show. And uh, I recommended, uh, I think it was We Are the Champions, on uh, Netflix and there was a dog dancing uh, episode in there, which was really interesting. Uh, Congratulations again to star the bulldog for her, uh, her impressive victory at the American kennel club uh, championship this year. Um, Again, uh, we want to say thank you to uh, Nancy for doing the graphics um, for us. Uh, Aiden and Richard at RFP Media for uh, teaching me all the audio. Dee Dee and Deeps for the music and theme song. Uh, Dana, again, for uh, joining us and letting me do this. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe and review us wherever you can do that. Uh, You can find us on just about all podcast platforms. Uh, Email us at marklovespp at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search Mark Loves PP. And um, remember, support your local arts, music, comedy scenes, help out or donate to your nearby animal rescues, shelters, wildlife rescues, and keep the workers at your community pot shops employed by frequenting them often. Have a great night, guys. (laughs)
1: Uh, you too mark and to anyone you.
0: traveling to the uh, adult
1: show in vegas safe travels and uh, remember <laughs> what happens in vegas stays in vegas but herpes yeah, that right. shit will follow you home